And I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. And that's all there is to it. Just another fat fuck walking out of the casino with a suitcase. Hello, everybody. We're back. It's Tuesday. It means it's time for the It's Just Money podcast. Whole gang's here. JP Shaved myself. Uh, let's touch on our weekends, and then we'll get into it. All right. Well, I had an interesting weekend. I thought it was going to be in shape to win big. Um, ended up basically plus money, but with a losing record. Um, just going off the board, I had that low money parlay that didn't cost me much, would have paid out big, that was tripped up. At the end, by uh, Troy taking an L, but up money, down on the record. Can't complain about being up money. Uh, I would say, I would compare my weekend to um, Buddha Baker on Sunday night. Uh, if anybody saw him make that play, a hell of a play. Looks like he was a for sure in for a touchdown, but out of nowhere comes a bad Air Force pick and a bad Kentucky pick <laughs> to bring me down some money. I had some good wins uh, early in the afternoon. But, yeah, with those two shitty picks, I ended up about even. But you can't complain about not losing money. So that's kind of how my weekend went. They should, like, lock your account when you start drinking. Like, they should, yeah, should yeah. sense it. Because <laughs> that Air Force pick you did not discuss with us at all. It's just um, 930 Mountain yeah. West kickoff. I just had to, place, had to place up. And Get a breathalyzer. <laughs> yeah, that, we need that. Um, weekend went okay. I went 3-1. and 4-1 and one on the board. But I, as I tweeted out, I didn't take the over in that uh, – Georgia State game due to uh, is supposed to rain. It didn't. Ton of points again. Georgia State's defense is still shitty. Um, Should have taken it, but three and one, I'll take it up money always. Um, and I'm glad to have that. So let's uh, dive into this week's game. We got Coastal Carolina at Georgia State. Um, I'll let these guys give their picks first, and then I'll go into it. So Coastal Carolina favored by three right now. Um, this is an interesting game to me because it's two teams we've ridden. A little bit this year. Uh, Georgia State, we've ridden with a couple times. I think I've won a game, lost a game with them. Coastal, won a game. I don't think I've bet them and lost them yet, but I'm only 1-0 with that. So it's an interesting um, kind of development in that. So it's kind of strange to think about this game because you look at Coastal, who has their starting quarterback out in Grayson McCall, um, but they do have an explosive offense either way. But Georgia State gives up a billion points but they score a billion points. So it'll be interesting to see how that game kind of shakes. Uh, definitely lean Coastal right now, but it might just be an overplay, and let's just watch two teams battle that out a little bit. Uh, yeah, I would suggest just kind of sitting on this up until pretty much Saturday morning, uh, like right before the pod. Uh, we saw the, uh, the line jump down one, go off the board, and then now it's back up half a point. It's uh, minus two and a half, Coastal Carolina. I still like this game. Many predicted a trap game last weekend for Coastal Carolina. Um, we didn't even know McCall wasn't going to play, and they still kind of completely dominated the game against a pretty decent Georgia Southern team, who I mm-hmm. pretty much think is better than Georgia State. Georgia State's a really poor pass defensive team. If McCall's in, that almost seems like a for sure thing. He's such an efficient quarterback. We know Georgia State can't defend the pass. Good luck getting Coastal Carolina off the field to just cover three single yeah. points. So that's my thing. Seeing that over-under at 61 right 61 now. 61 and a half. Yeah. I'm not scared of that. That's, no. a, that's a good pick, too. Almost that would be 61. my pick there. Is I, I like the over in that game. It's 61 and a half on here. Uh, Moneyline, 135 in favor of the Shants. Uh, Georgia State's plus 115. 
Um, I think even with a backup quarterback in for Coastal Carolina, like last week, he panned out well. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia State's pass defense, no matter the quarterback, sucks. You can't cover somebody just because a different quarterback's playing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I love love the over in here, or maybe even the shots just outright. Um, two and a half doesn't yeah. scare me at all. Three even doesn't scare me. So I think Coastal Carolina is a safe play here, or maybe even the over. Yeah, and you look at it, Coastal has yet to give up 30 points, which I know 30 points, holy shit, you're giving up 30 points, but has yet to give that up. Yep. Um, I mean, the most they've given up right now, Louisiana gate, um, the game that won with the last second field goal, they gave up 27 in that one. Another thing to think about, just side note, this could also be a really nice little money line side, but mm-hmm. side bet in your parlay. So just think about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, this definitely a game I'd wait on. I don't think we we're too worried about Grayson McCall, whether he's in or out. But if he's in, that would be something you even double down on. Yep. Um, I see that as, and a lot of people do, I'm seeing 90% of the money, or 97% of the money that's been bet on this game is on Coastal. So, I mean, public likes them. The big boys like him out in Vegas, uh, and these guys out in Sioux City definitely like him. So uh, four and one against the spread this year. Coastal is uh, over under the mm-hmm. three and two in favor of the over. If you win, that's that's how it works. Yeah, I just um, don't see how you go wrong with Georgia State four and zero against the over under. So they they go over them literally uh-huh. every week. Their exactly. defense is that bad. So I really like that play there. Um, I'll definitely be taking yeah, that. That's one. a noon kickoff on Saturday, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. So that'll be your early game. Hey, wake up. First game of the day, get a win in your pocket. Yeah, that'd be nice. Next game we're going to dive into is Marshall at FIU. Um, Marshall going in this game 5-0. FIU is 0-3. Marshall favored by 23.5. The over-under set at 46. Um, FIU's money line is plus 1,150. This team is bad. Wait, wait, wait. I'm seeing it might be postponed. As we speak? As we speak. I'm on CBS right now. Marshall FIU, Friday, October 30th, postponed. Give me a Google search on that. That is interesting. I did well, not know that. I'm just looking now. I mean, I've been doing this research. Breaking news here. Okay. Okay. On this the is pod. absolute uh, breaking news. Yeah. You got postponed. Mar- While you we're got? waiting for these results, let's talk about Marshall last week. How in the fuck do you only put up 20 points against oh, a defense my. like that? FAU is not any good. They couldn't put up points. Marshall's defense is for real. Um, that's the only game I lost on my board last week. Uh, I also parlayed every pick I had on my board, uh, and this is what lost me at every other pick hit. So, fuck you, Marshall. <laughs> you deserve a week off. Is, that, is it true? Yeah, it's, that, canceled, yeah, it's true, but yeah. it's FIU concern. So, yeah. that's good for the Panthers. Marshall because they kind of get a week off. Good yeah, it's better for, bye week. better for the Golden Panthers because they are a bye week. They need, the, they need the rest of the year. They just lost a game to a FCS Jacksonville State yeah. last week, and they were favored by 15 in that thing. Well, F- FIU needs COVID-20. Let's yeah. just say that. Um, okay, so we're going to dive into something different here. A little Big 12 action. K-State at West Virginia. Uh, K-State 4-1. and one. Boys have won on them a lot this year. West Virginia's 3-2. and two. Um, Against the spread, K-State is 4-1. and one. The spread in this game is... K-State is plus three and a half. The over-under is 45 and a half. And K-State's money line is plus 155. Yeah. I'm going to let Schaefer start on this one because he's the one that found it first yeah. and was very, uh, yeah. let's say, scrambling. There there are a lot of lot of Big 12 games this weekend I really like. I think the Big 12 has a lot of implications this weekend. Uh, this one specifically, especially for Kansas State. Uh, Monday morning I saw Kansas State was their 16th in the country and their underdogs at West Virginia, a very below average Big 12 team. Uh, I kind of psyched myself out. I wasn't even going to try and wait. I went on it right away. I got them at three. 
uh, just in case Vegas kind of overthinks this and then puts Kansas State as a favorite uh, maybe Friday, Saturday morning. Uh, hindsight, looking at it, what, there's, there's not much to say. I mean, Kansas State's one of the best teams in the Big 12. I think from my research, Vegas just doesn't like their metrics, their stats. I mean, they only, in their blowout against Kansas last weekend, they were only getting 3.5 yards in the run game. So maybe they're just overlooking it like that, but this is a must win for Kansas State. Uh, they win this game, and they, they're in the driver's seat to um, get to Dallas. I just, I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm picking Kansas State to I win think- this game. That line's bobbing between three, three and a half right now because I'm looking and plus three Kansas State's minus 105, but minus three West Virginia is minus 115. So they want to move that line, but they're not going to move that line, I think. I think Vegas knows that if they move to three and a half, it could screw them in the long run. Um, This is a game that is interesting the more and more I look at it because Kansas State's not flashy. They don't do a ton of things to really surprise you. Um, but West Virginia has a pretty good offense, and their defense has been surprisingly good. I mean, they're giving up only 100 yards rushing per game, only 152 through the air. So, I mean, that's a pretty low number to give up through the air in the Big 12, no matter who you're playing. Granted, they've played Baylor, a bad Kansas team. Um, Texas Tech, who lost, airs it out. They lost yeah. to Texas Tech last week. Lost to Texas Tech, lost to Oklahoma State. Um, Kansas State, about 130 on the ground. But then I look at the number 240 through the air per game, and then... That's the thing that's going to be the big difference for me. I think you got to pay attention to the West Virginia defense um, against um, Will Howard and that Kansas State offense through the air. I get, I get it. Vegas knows. But, I mean, this team has proven they want at TCU. Mm-hmm. Why can't this backup quarterback win at West Virginia? Yeah. And if this line, like Schaefer was talking about, starts to go the other way and Kansas State now becomes a uh, a favorite at one or a pick situation, um, look at middling that one so you can win both of them. Um, I know this game could be close. I can see it being really close. That's why the spread's so dang um, iffy right now. Um, look at middling this one and trying to win two bets with one bet at the same time. So um, definitely pay attention to that game. That game is just something that we feel really good about Kansas State right now uh, with what they're doing. It always surprised me to see a Big 12 game under 50 points mm-hmm. projected as a total. Um, 45 and a half is pretty much nothing. Uh, K-State easily put that up last week. Granted, we're talking about Kansas. Mm-hmm. But both offenses are very capable here of putting up 21-plus. Yeah, yeah, they put up points against Oklahoma. And yeah. I think I think West Virginia will put up points, and I think they'll do it in the air. But I also think that Kansas State's going to have their moments. You know, I mean, that's... They're just going to have their Kansas yeah. State K-State's moments. defense gonna, makes big plays, yeah. man. Kansas State they can play. Do. That's how they beat Iowa State. They always make those weird turnovers, and somehow they win the game, even though statistically they didn't dominate. Yep. All I think, right. One or two touchdowns last week? Defensive touchdowns? They had two yeah. punt returns and a yeah. pick six. Just, yeah. That's just weird play. That's just how they, yeah. That, I, that team could play Right there, the 21 10. points, we're halfway yeah. to an over. So that I think it's a, too low. Kansas State's a Big Ten team stuck in the Big 12 with the way they play football. I mean, they are ground and pound pro style until they don't have to be anymore. The only difference is they run, they did run, we should say, Skyler Thompson until he's blue in the face. And now, yeah. um, little to Will Howard, and he has been solid. Uh, that, he's unbeaten. Yeah. So. He's been <laughs> he solid. He hasn't been amazing. Back. He's been your steady quarterback that you just kind of need to fill in when your star goes down. So uh, Kansas State's definitely going to be on my board this weekend. Just to touch on really quick, uh, I believe this was a lock last week in Jake Shaver's uh, yeah. word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. K-State yeah. at Kansas. And, and it panned close. out. Yep. That yeah, was, we that was my that better part. That was an easy one. That was <laughs> no sweat, watch the game play out, have a good time. Yeah, that was... 
I believe I saw somebody on Kansas's money line early in the first half, <laughs> and I, my jaw hit the floor when I heard that. So that team is terrible. Um, Les Miles, I don't know what the hell you're still doing there. Uh, you're kind of ruining your name, but I don't. I don't think he cares anymore. No. All right, let's dive into the SEC. Arkansas at A and M. Uh, Arkansas is going in two and two, four and zero against the spread. We love those absolute cover machines. Yeah. Uh, Texas A and M three and one, two and two against the spread. Um, spread here is twelve in favor of the Aggies. Uh, the over under is fifty four and a half. Arkansas's money line plus three fifty, and A and M is minus four fifty on the money line. Um, looks like it's going to be clear skies, uh, a little cloudy, 70%, 70 degrees uh, at kickoff, and uh, what happens in this game? I'm going to let Schaefer go again. This is his team with Blue Pig here. Uh, this is my team. I harped on them two weeks ago how I am on the bandwagon. They, like JP said, they are a cover machine. They're 6-0 and against the spread in their last six. Uh, looking at a hindsight at Kyle Field, I was a li- I'm was a little nervous going in. It's in my maybes. I, I like it, but it's, it's in my maybes for now. It did move up to 12.5. That makes me a little more comfortable. When it was at 10.5, I was a little scared. 12.5, I'm, I'm a comfortable with I'm comfortable. Sorry, with 12.5. It's a big rivalry game. I, people forget this. Texas A&M and Arkansas, this is a huge rivalry game. Look for it to be close. You know, A&M got blown out um, by a- Alabama, but Florida, they won close. Bandy, they won close. And Mississippi State, it was a 14-point game. So, I don't look to see if even at home with well, probably full capacity as much as they let everybody in, I just don't see Texas A&M blowing out a good, well-coached, well-game-managed Arkansas team. I'm probably going to stick to my guns and go with my hogs. I might look at the under in this one, and I'll tell you why right now. I mean, I like the hogs against the spread, but I really li- might like this under. Here's why. Arkansas's defense has been – below average against the rush, and below average against the pass. Now, that doesn't tell you under. But at the same time, Arkansas on offense has been pretty solid with how they run the ball and all that stuff. But on the flip side, Texas A&M has played phenomenal defense against the rush. They're averaging less than 100 yards given up on the ground per game. Um, And I just don't think you can look at A&M and expect them to put up a ton of points. They have all these yards, but they never quite put up 40 points, 50 points, you know. They're always around everything. Um, I think A&M, if they can hold Felipe Franks, like even just bottle him up a little bit through the air, I think that they can really stop Arkansas's running attack. The difference will be that turnover margin. Arkansas yeah. has I will, they had seven 13. Against, yeah. Seven against Ole Miss and two weeks ago. So they had six before that. They have 13 total turnovers this year. I mean, that kind of doesn't tell you the tale because they had seven last week. But if they can the force turnovers, they will cover. If Arkansas yeah. forced turnovers, it will come. And Arkansas is allowing about 25 points a game, which, again, is they kind of like this bend-but-don't-break philosophy, it feels like, on yeah. defense. Like, they get torched sometimes, and then slow, steady drives that die out about the 35-40 yard line. You see teams without kickers either go for it or having to punt away. So uh, you look definitely kind of around that under range is what I'm interested in, but I'm also interested in taking the Hogs plus the points. Um but Isaiah Spiller, remember the name. He's going to be a big reason why. If um, A&M wins and covers this weekend, he's going to be a big reason why. Schaefer, final closing thoughts on this game. Who are you taking? Are you taking the Hawks? Yeah, if it stays, right. if it stays at 12.5, yes, I will take Texas a- or Arkansas. Oof, sorry. Woof. If that stays at 12.5, right. I will take Arkansas. See, that might be bad juju because I'm 100% sure Marshall <laughs> lost my bet last week. 
because I had the wrong nickname. I, I called him the Fighting Herd. That's true. That was, that, that was on me. I, I ate the loss. I didn't so say anything I about just, it. I just lost it right there. You might. I didn't say the full name. I was, I was halfway through it. That's it, how it works. Yeah. Just remember the name Isaiah Spiller this weekend because he's going to have a heyday, I think. Okay. Well, there's that game. Moving on. Thursday night, fun belt action. Fun belt. South Alabama at Georgia Southern. Uh, Georgia Southern, both teams coming to this game, actually, 3-2. and two. Uh, South Alabama, 4-1 and one against this spread. Georgia Southern's 2-3. and three. Um, It's going to be raining. Uh, 65% chance of rain uh, at Paulson Stadium. Uh, the spread in this game is 5.5 in favor of Georgia Southern. Might be five other places. Over-under mm-hmm. is 51.5. Um, plus 175 on the money line for South Alabama and minus 210 for Georgia Southern. I love the spread in this game in favor of Georgia Southern. With it raining, I think that Georgia Southern runs the ball all over the place. And South Alabama's more of a pass team. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Georgia Southern before. We talked about them last week with the way they run the ball. They run the triple option set, whether they're out of the wing or they're in the pistol, things like that. They have a lot of different options in their run game. Um, so if weather is an issue, that is something that will feed right into what they're doing. Obviously, ball security become a bigger deal. So... And it's nothing they haven't dealt with before. So uh, looking definitely at Georgia Southern in this one, more of a lean, light lean. I'd call it a light lean right now. I wouldn't give it too much crazy thought at the moment. I'm going to play this one out. Definitely tomorrow's going to be the day where I do most of my looking. But um, just looking at Georgia Southern, looking at South Alabama, I definitely think or don't see myself laying points with South Alabama. I mean, they've kind of been – a weird team, it feels like, this year. It doesn't feel like they've been great. It doesn't feel like they've been good, but it sometimes... What a weird, under-the-radar yeah. 4-1 against the spread for South yeah. Alabama. I haven't yeah. even paid attention to any of their games. Yeah. yeah, and you look at their wins. Southern Miss team, first week of the year, which was just... It was I, shocking uh, in the moment because Southern yeah. Miss has been good, but holy shit, that team yeah. sucks. They, <laughs> they lose a close game to Tulane. They get blown up by UAB. They beat a Texas State and a UL Monroe team. Two teams that are just not good. Just not good. So that, don't tell, that doesn't tell me anything at all. I'm not going to overthink this. Uh, there's two games Thursday night, uh, Colorado State, Fresno State, and then that game. I think Georgia Southern is a better team. I don't really know much more than that. I'm not going to trust them with five points. I just mm-hmm. think that they're better than South Alabama. So I'll, I think my play is I'm going to parlay um, Georgia Southern with Colorado State money lines. So let's talk about that game. Yeah, go back to that. Yeah, let's go talk about Colorado State at Fresno State, also Thursday night. Colorado State's first game of the year. They come in as two-point favorites against the Fresno State Bulldogs. The over-under is 59, and uh, the money line is minus 125, and Fresno State's is plus 105. What's the play here, then? I'm just going to go with Colorado State. The only thing that is a little concerning is that Fresno State has a game under their belt, um, but hopefully Colorado State's well-rested and ready to go, Uh, whereas Fresno State got kind of beaten up against a I mean, a decent Hawaii team. They put up a lot of yards. Uh, they actually got 552 total yards of offense on Fresno State. I don't think their defense is very good. Uh, Hawaii's not that impressive to me. So I just, I just think I'm just going to take Colorado State money line to win that game. Well, is, are you picking Colorado State because you like them, uh, or because you don't have a choice? You have to root for them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jake's girlfriend <laughs> is get from pers- Colorado, personal- and I feel like going to that state might have something to do with my this. My personal... Uh, I think he just wants to move there good. now. Yeah, he, you love Colorado? No. No, no, no he doesn't love Colorado. I'd see it either way. She ain't listening, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I like Colorado State here, too. Uh, they're usually a pretty good team. They put up a fight against some pretty big opponents. Uh, Fresno State, God, the last time I watched the Fresno State game, I think Nebraska was just piss-pounding them. Uh, I like I like Colorado State here, too. Rams are usually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is a game where Colorado State hasn't played yet and Fresno State likes to score. Maybe you take the over and just watch the game on Thursday I night. I fucking love parlays on Thursday. Yeah, it's a, Multiple I'm game glad. parlays. There's just what, the, the App State, Arkansas State game. I think that was the only one last week. So we got two of them Thursday. So I, I am Big yikes on that. that play, by the way. Yeah, well. I was the only one who took the balls to play Thursday night, so I, mean, I had to do that. Had to play. Balls don't bring money. Well, it brings enjoyment and thrills. So. Remember this. Quality over quantity. Not what Schaefer did. Nope. Got greedy a couple times this weekend. Can't do it. Quality over quantity. All right. Something we obviously have to touch on. Wisconsin at Nebraska. This game, nobody knows what the hell's going on. Uh, Wisconsin's quarterback tested positive for COVID-19. And as well as their third string. Yeah. I, I have never heard any like any other program having that. Um, they must hang out a lot. Yeah. Four string quarterback starting for Wisconsin. Uh, right now, Nebraska is plus three at home against the Badgers. The over-under is 48, and the money line is plus 145 for the Huskers and minus 165 for the Badgers. Uh, what the hell is going on here? The Big Ten, that's what's happening. Nobody knows what's going on. I, I just think this game is weird, and it got weirder, and it's going to get even more weird when news comes out later in the week, whether one was a false positive or more people are testing positive or maybe it gets canceled. I mean, basically what Wisconsin just ran itself into is a situation where these two guys have to wait 21 days. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal, Parks. I hate to tell you. <laughs> Nebraska had some flashes last week. I, I really like what they're doing with McCaffrey, uh, playing him in all sorts of different positions. I think he gives Adrian Martinez a lot less stress on himself. But the defense still doesn't look great. And that's a little concerning to me. I think, I mean, Wisconsin's known for ground and pound. What do you fucking want from them? I, 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 I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. I think it doesn't matter if there's a fifth string, a seventh string quarterback in there. Wisconsin will find a guy who can game manage and gain the ball off, essentially. And if it's... 10 to 7, if it's 13 7, I think uh, Wisconsin will find a way to win that game by three points, even if it's in Lincoln. So, and I guess it really doesn't matter with zero fans, but either way. I'm going to go the other way. I think I will not touch this game, obviously, my team's playing. Uh, I think the over under is the play here, and I think the over is. Because Nebraska's defense, like you said, pretty shaky. I agree with you. Granted, it was fucking Ohio State, but two or three DBs aren't going to play in the first half due to targeting calls. In this in the in the last game, I think Wisconsin still puts up points. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receivers don't change. It it's a power five Big Ten school. It's next man up. They're not. It's not going to bring in some shit show of a quarterback. Granted, he's not going to be as good, but it's still he's still going to be good. Dan Patrick and they, all of them were raving about this fourth string, so they must know something about Here, it. Here's something here. Wisconsin's defense is a real fucking deal. They are every single year. So I don't know if the over is the play. That defense is good, and they're good every year. I mean, Nebraska first drive against Ohio State was almost jaw dropping. How yeah, fast yeah, it was. That's what I'm saying. If they, they have they two or flashes, three of those did. and put up 21 points, then you're talking about Wisconsin yeah. putting up 30, and this over hits. I that, I think easy. this is a, this is a big game for Nebraska. This is an opportunity that they have to capitalize on. And well, the they, Big Ten butt fuck Nebraska anyway. <laughs> Wisconsin, Ohio State, Wisconsin, then we get Northwestern, which is nice, and then back to Penn State. So 
We won't go into that, but yeah. Thanks to our thanks for our Nebraska podcast. Thanks yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. <laughs> we just talked about it for five seconds. <laughs> Calm down. I'm kidding. If we are, I just want to move off topic for a little bit. If we're going to talk about teams, no, we're not. Our teams. I have never rooted for Iowa State ever in any sort of spread. I did like them last week. I said that they played shitty, but they had a backdoor cover. Look for them to cover against Kansas at 28 straight up. If it moves past 28, I saw it at 28 away. and a half today. I, I recently just no saw thanks. I saw it at 28 flat. If it stays at 28 flat, I really like that game. Also, fuck the Hard Rock for not letting you buy points down. Or up. Yeah. That is one of the that's, dumbest. That's they want to make money and they can't even let us do that shit. That's why we want... We're, we're jumping ship. We're on the market for yeah. a new one. We're looking for casino. <laughs> I mean, we win most of the time, but we do lose. So we're looking for a casino that lets us buy up or down. Uh, Iowa State, that was tough last week. It was tough, but they were our, the only one out of all of our teams to cover, so they won somebody money in this room. No, we pushed. That was a push. I had it three flat. Oh, you did? Yeah. I think you had it three. Three and a half flat. Saw, yeah, a lot. Um, okay. I think that's it. Is there any other games that I'm missing that we want to yep. touch on? I have a I mean, yep. do you guys have a lock? I mean, I have one. I, I all right. Well, no, Shapers, lock of the week is back. They're 1-0. Let's go. I was going to do Kansas State. But I'm not going to ride that two weeks in a row. This week, Oklahoma minus 14. You said you already took Kansas State. Yeah, but this is his lock. This is his lock. I'm not going to go. He's one and zero. Let the man speak. I'm not going to go Kansas State back to back locks. I'm going to go Oklahoma minus 14 this weekend. OU is rolling. They haven't scored less than 30 points in a game this season. Texas Tech defense, even though they beat West Virginia last week, their defense is still terrible. They are the 89th ranked defense in the entire country. I agree. Lincoln Riley's figuring it out. I think Rattlers finally starting to get comfortable. There might only be 89 teams playing right now. <laughs> yeah. They might be dead last. Yeah. So look for OU to absolutely. I'm pretty sure it's in Lubbock. Just look at, for them to go into Lubbock and throw up possibly 50 points and steamroll Texas Tech this weekend. I like that look. I haven't looked at that game too hard right now, but I'm. I didn't know it was at 14. I fucking love that. Yeah, yeah, 14 flat. It was 14 and a half the other day, um, but I, I saw 14 flat. I'm trying to stare at it. I can't find it. Hey, our coastal game just bumped off the board again. That shred's moving. <laughs> we'll wait and see that bumps too. But I'm going to stay in the Big 12. We're going to look at a team that uh, Schaefer went down to watch last weekend, and the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Texas Longhorns. This spread is about three, same as well as last week, in favor of the Pokes. I like the pokes in this one, too. I don't really buy into the Texas hype. They're 1-3-1 against the spread. Oklahoma State's 3-1 against the spread. Listen, Texas lost to a TCU team that I have no respect for. An Oklahoma team in a couple overtimes, whatever. That game's always close. Can't count that. They beat Texas Tech, Baylor, and UTEP. Find me a good win in there. Find me a win that I should give you any respect for. Sam Ellinger, of course, he's solid. Over 1,400 yards to the year already. 17 touchdowns, 5 picks. But the kid can't carry this whole team through the Big 12 season. I think what they're going to do is end up slipping to 3-3. Three and three. I don't think they're going to win this game. I don't think they cover. I think Oklahoma State comes in with Spencer Sanders and Chuba Hubbard and stays in a rhythm um, and wins this game minus 3. I think that might be a game that I am like see, see, going heavier on. This I, might be a 2-3 unit play for me. I I'm have not even a, uh, Wow. Okay, that's interesting. I have it as a stay away for me. I, as a Big 12 fan... And for Iowa State's implications in uh, getting into Dallas, this is this game's huge. This game's huge for a lot of teams. Texas needs to win this game in order to run the table. Oklahoma State 
Can't afford to uh, lose this game, but if they win this game, they're for sure locked into Dallas. This is a must That's why I think it's a bigger deal. I think it's a bigger deal for Oklahoma State than it is Texas. Texas thinks they're back. They think they've still got a shot. When that team is just not very good. You look, they are giving up 130 yards on the ground and 250 through the air per game. Listen, per I, game. As important, per game. Or as impressive as the win was last week for Oklahoma State, I'm not trying to be biased. They did not still catch my eye. Sanders had a couple of really bad turnovers. Iowa State failed to capitalize on. If Ellinger can... This isn't Iowa State's defense they're playing, though. Oklahoma State 3-1 against the spread. That's what I'm saying. I can see Ellinger being a lot more effective than Brock Purdy against this uh, Oklahoma State defense. I, I can't tell you, I'm not going to say who wins because I don't. I really don't know. Like I said, I'm just going I'm not gonna touch it, but I'm gonna sit back, watch, and I'm gonna enjoy the Listen, game. Listen, Chuba halfway game. to a thousand yards already. I think this entire game rides on how Ellinger throws the ball. Oh yeah, three hundred and seven yards a game in the air for the Longhorns, but Okie State only gives up hundred and seventy. So wherever yeah, that, that I mean, pans that out, defense is, where this is the real deal in Stillwater too. I mean, you look at last year, nobody's flashy, or last week, but nobody's flashy. But these are two of the best defenses in the Big Twelve, and I yeah. think they showed that last week. Twenty-four or twenty-one doesn't tell a lot of tales. Because one's a garbage time touchdown, kind of to cover, um, but still gave Iowa a chance to win that game, or Iowa State gave a chance to win that game late. But Oklahoma State played good defense the whole whole day. Iowa State played good defense outside of what one or two plays throughout yeah. the day. I think this is honestly just a game that Oklahoma State is now, and maybe in the past, this is a game they trip up and like shoot themselves in the foot. But I think this year, as odd of a year as twenty twenty is, I think this is the year they win that game. They sit and get on their path, get a couple easy Big 12 wins, stroll in, and maybe see Iowa State again in the Big 12. Jordan Whittington, a big part of that Longhorn uh, Mm -hmm. wideout group, is out this week as well. Yeah, I mean, they've got weapons. It's Texas. They've got weapons. We know that. They're bringing big guys. But I just think Sam Ellinger by himself cannot win this game. Yeah, He's not Tom Brady. He's just a college kid playing at Texas in the Big 12. See, I'm not sure on Oklahoma State yet. I think they've had they have good wins, I, but I nothing convincingly. I know, I agree. So this is a big game for them. I'll we'll like see what them. pans out. I, I like betting on games, and I like Oklahoma <laughs> State here. Three and one against the spread, not bad. Texas one and three and one on the other exactly. side. So the over under though, however, fifty eight and a half. Texas is has hit the over in four of their five games. All right, well let's let's talk at you on this one too. North Carolina, Virginia. Okay, North Carolina. We know how. Bullshit they were a couple weeks ago and fucked everybody and the whole system and all that shit, losing to Florida State. But they just came out on a redemption and beat the crap out of North Carolina State, who we were high on last week. We yeah. thought they had a chance in that game. Found out O'Leary was out. Found out all this stuff. We were like, maybe not this week. Um, but they have wins against a Virginia Tech team that was really good at the time. Syracuse, Boston College. Sam Howell is starting to come into his own. Um, Michael Carter and Javante Williams both Two running backs over 500 yards on the ground already. Um, that's a very explosive offense. They have, I think, almost 600 yards total offense per game. Like they are a real deal, and I don't think Virginia can keep up. Spread this game six and a half. Yeah, so, I, I just don't think Virginia can keep up. I understand that North they Carolina are, by seven. I give them. I think. I think North Carolina wins this game by 13 at least. Uh, Ten to 13 uh, is my range right now. Yeah, I mean, if, if the North Carolina team that. Played last week and shows up. I think so too. They kind of said "fuck mm-hmm. you" to me. They're so they're yeah, so they, hitter. They, they absolutely just they play, that, that was I think the first game all year where I yeah. really saw that North Carolina played a full 
four quarters of football. Even, and if they can manage to do that, I don't think this could even be close. But even when they were getting lit up by a Florida State, they still ended up putting up 28 points. Yeah, they figured it out in the fourth quarter. Exactly. It was too late. But like, I just think this game, it, it might be a trap game, but I just don't see Virginia being the team that could possibly trap them. I mean, they're it's just a touchdown. Bronco Mendenhall has got a team down there that he's really high on. He's confident. He says they're strong-willed and all this stuff, and they never quit. When you have a team you're playing against, 600 yards offense a game, and is just solid and rolling at the moment, I don't take the who's at all. I mean, you, I think I'm going to take North Carolina on that one, too. For sure. I, I like North Carolina there, too. Six and a half, I think they win that game handily as well. Yeah, I don't the think they're not very good. No, they're not. They're three and two against the spread right now, but they're one and four overall. I mean, they're not a good football team and a not good conference. Remember this, though. Good teams win. Great team to cover. When Nebraska sucks, because they didn't cover. We're <laughs> and, not getting into it. And they win. <laughs> the SEC, we'll touch on this game last. Mississippi State out Alabama. Is this the week where it's too many points for Bama? What, 31. I say, what's it at? 31? They are favored by 31 over Mississippi State. The over-under is 63.5. And, and Mississippi State's money line is plus 1,600. Yeah, well, it should go to, like, plus 2,000 it's, because it's, they don't have a chance. Week as two, a, we thought Mississippi State was fucking yeah, real. I mean, as, a, as, a big, as a Big 12 guy, it's really uh, been tough to watch Mike Leach be on the highest of highs the first week, and we thought he was going to bring the Big 12 offense into the SEC. And ever since then, I mean, I don't know on the top of my head. I can look. I'm pretty sure they haven't scored more than 20 points. Um, they scored two one game. That's yeah, all I know. That's all, all I need since, to know. Since the LSU game, I don't know if they scored 20 points. <sighs> Their defense isn't very good. 31's a lot, but, I mean, Alabama didn't make... I'm, they, I'm riding with Bama. Yeah, I'm riding with Bama. They didn't make 31 look like a... Or 21 look like a lot uh, last week against uh, Tennessee. So, no. yeah, I probably... Yeah, yeah 31 for Alabama. If the rest of the SC, SEC has figured out how to stop Mike Leach offense, do you really think Nick Saban... Wasn't one of the first ones to figure out when they were even playing him. Like that guy is probably. I think he's overwhelming right uh, Costello. For I just I just for as a guy from a Stanford offense, you know, running the ball. Maybe he's just not right. the guy for the. Yeah, game. that's what I'm saying. I think this has just kind of been overwhelming for him. And then he got all the praise the first game, and then what he go out and throw seven picks. I think. Oh, it's not good against. Yeah, so. Mississippi State sucks. We thought they were yeah, good. They, yeah. they look it's, so good. It is crazy. I, nobody talks about them anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, Covers.com right now has Alabama's 55% of the picks, but they have a free pick on here that says Mississippi State at plus 31. Do you? I mean, is that your lock of the week, Parks? Or what? What do you? I just don't with? think I, Bama can't lose for me. They can't do it. They cover every week. They covered easily against Georgia. They're favored by four. I think they ended up winning by. 16. They're hot the last two weeks. Yep, I will I will agree with that. So, I, I Bama is the real deal, as always. Uh, I don't think 31 is too many. I think Bama wins this game by 40, by 38 mm-hmm. at least. Mississippi State sucks. That's crazy. <laughs> but, all right. Finishing touches. Put on another week of crazy college football. Uh, JP, did you want to talk about the NFL? Yeah, let's talk about the NFL a little bit. All right. I got, I got a game. I got a game. Let, well, let's, let's talk about the NFL for a couple of reasons. I think... We'll probably well, have fucking hate Hold on, hold on. Look, just before we talk about the NFL, whatever we pick, I mean, last weekend, I think every away team won a game up until the Cardinals won Sunday night. I think the over hit like four different times in four different games, and then the weekend before that, I had three overs, not one of them hit. 
This league is so week to week. I can give you something that sounds great on a Tuesday hey, afternoon. You ain't got to give them a pick if you ain't confident. No, I, I, got, I got NFL. one confident pick. I got one confident Let's pick. Let's talk some NFL. Here's, here's the thing on the NFL right now. I'm looking at two games right now. Titans minus six versus Cincinnati and Buffalo minus four versus New England. Those are the two I'm looking at right now. I think um, Tennessee looked good last week when they started to figure some stuff out. Obviously, they lost that game, but that is a team that is pretty solid. They're not... They look better now than they did when they went and played Denver. Week as, one. as good as they are, five and one in the in the standings. Mm-hmm. They are one and five against the spread. They can't cover anybody. Just just a heads up. Just a heads up. I'm looking at that game because I, I mean, I don't trust Cincinnati right now. I mean, I I understand that they've been in some close games and they've been up in a couple games, but one of these. I games, think Derrick Henry's going to do a Derrick Henry thing and just kind of ground and pound through this one. Um, over under 54 and a half, do they score 34 points and 20 points? Like, I don't, I'm not saying they're going to get them, get Tennessee this weekend, but look for the, the Bengals to pull off an upset one time throughout this entire season. They almost did it in Indianapolis of 21 to nothing in the second quarter. Uh, they just blew it again because they're a young team, but I guarantee they will close out one of those games. They shouldn't, uh, before the season's mm-hmm. over. And I don't I've, know if it'll be this weekend, but I'm just saying in the future. Yeah, I mean, they're in a tough division, too. I mean, the Browns yeah. are playing well, um, and you have they the Steelers that game and the too. Ravens. I mean, those are three good teams. Three yeah. teams that might have a chance of making the playoffs. If yep. they were in the NFC, they'd all be playoff teams. But they're all kind of stuck in the same spot right now. So, I mean, I just look at that game, and I'm leaning definitely to Tennessee. This might be one of those things. Like, I like to do this with the NFL. You take about four or five games. You put a low-dollar parlay on it, money line them all. Just go for wins at that point. Oh, I fucking hate the NFL. Yeah, I say if I'm doing the NFL anymore the rest <clears> of the season, I think it's going to be a three-teamer parlay uh, yeah. with all heavy favorites. I won once this year doing that. If I'm going to bet the NFL, that's probably what I'm going to do. Um, the one game I do have down that I might just take in itself, Green Bay minus six and a half against your Minnesota Vikings, Camden Parks. Uh, the Vikings are terrible. They are. They, they're bad. Thielen is so fed up with Kirk Cousins. It looks like a dumpster fire. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to tank and compete for a little Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, they dominated them in Minnesota the first week of the year, I yes. believe. Week one, correct. Yeah, and this is in Lambeau. I know there probably won't be any fans there or whatever, but still Lambeau. Uh, this Packers team is had a good, nice win, uh, 15 points against a... Decent Texans team last week. Also the, where I think Aaron Rodgers took the lead for the NFL MVP. Because Russell Wilson played like dog shit last week. Yeah. Three Rod- bad picks. Rodgers and the Pack are 5-1 ATS right yeah, now. I, yeah. So a, a touchdown win against a horrible Vikings team, that that would be that would probably be my play. Look for it to be on my board this week. I can tell you the public right now really loves Philly over Dallas at 7.5, which is late 7.5 with Philly at this point just feels ridiculous. But how bad is Dallas? I mean, thank Everything Dallas is bad. I hate Cowboys fans, especially if you're in the Midwest and there's like, oh, I'm a Cowboys fan. What's what made you a fucking Cowboys fan? You turn on the TV at three in the afternoon and America's game was on the NFL. Oh, that's a big stadium. <laughs> it just drives me. I like I get you have some family relatives or blah blah blah. You're all Cowboys fans, but holy shit. Even when they're bad, that's all people talk about. Yeah, it's the fucking Cowboys. I, I do not care at this point. It drives me insane. Like Okay, let's talk about one more NFL game. New Orleans at Chicago. That's a big game. Yeah, for the Bears, huge game. And I, th- I don't know what the fuck the Bears are. <laughs> I don't know if they're <laughs> not, good. They're I don't not think they're not. Good. They're not good. They're not good. 
New Orleans favored by four in this is all. But I see I see Chicago in a situation where maybe there's just some miscommunication going on between Foles and Nagy. Like I just think I just think they have some pieces in their what am I looking for? What's the word? Realm? I'll say nucleus. No, in their realm. I don't know, not neither one of those. <laughs> in their core. They have weapons. In their front office. <laughs> they have weapons at their disposal. There you go. Do you? Um, they keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, they have weapons at their disposal. They have David Montgomery in the backfield. They have Foles. And they have other options on the outside that they can get the ball to. But they just can't. I don't know how. Like, there's, it's either schemes are way off or execution's way off, but they just it's, looked lost last I mean, night. talking about execution. I mean, look at last night. It's fourth and one, and they hand it off to Cordell Patterson. Yeah, that, I you mean, got David Montgomery. Patterson. Run the fucking ball. I just... <laughs> that's I don't know. Bad. Do you have you have that spread? On the whole rock account right now, I'm looking at off the board. I got four. Four. Oh, okay. And I, I, on the other side, you got a New Orleans team who's kind of been... Up and down. They've. I mean, they looked good. They win games. Even if they win games, you're like, I mean, I'm not still so sure about them. They're two and four against the spread. And Chicago can't fucking score. No, no, they, they can't. can't. They, they scored three points yesterday offensively. <laughs> that over under is down to forty four. Opened at forty seven. I think line started at plus two and a half. Chicago now it's plus four. I think the Saints win this game by fourteen. I think the Bears are actually. Bad. If it's cold though, if it's cold, it doesn't Drew, matter. Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Drew Brees out might get of old. The dome. He might get old and crippled. Drew He's Brees not good out the outside the dome. Wait, this is their first game outdoors. I saw today. Norris yeah. yeah. So maybe that's what Vegas in Chicago, sees. I think in the Whitney City. Yeah, under the bean that's and just, on the lake. That's just that's. Drew Brees' is old age. No, I'm not taking it. I can't be convinced that Chicago's good. That team looked so bad yesterday. It was unbelievable that it said 5-1 and one next to their name. But can you really be convinced that New Orleans is going to put up that many points? Like, they have, again, they have pieces. Is Michael Thomas back? I haven't looked, to be honest with you. But I know Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. And Here comes the Saints ball go Taysom Hill every play. Yeah, I just think that game will be interesting. That'll be an interesting game for Chicago if they want to remain in the conversation about everything, especially if they want to stay in the conversation in their division. They need to win that football game. Michael Thomas still day-to-day. I don't know anything about the Saints other than to take the Vikings every time they play them because they can't beat that team. But other than that, Drew Brees can sling the fucking football at the end of the day, and he's going to do that. And I think the Saints Mm -hmm. win this game by 7-10, to more than 4. Let's just say that. I think that's the play. If you're going to touch it, uh, it might be a money line parlay too. They're only minus 210. Bears are plus one seventy five. I do yeah. not think Chicago's the real deal. I'll just no, but uh, let's let's look at a parlay I might throw together here. I mean, I mean that's what we're talking about. No, like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we might do. Yeah, like, yeah. let's just take. That's how you bet the NFL. Yeah. I otherwise I mean, it sticks. Let's because say it's week to week. Let me pick three teams. It might become four later in the week. But I'm thinking money line wise, I'm going to take Green Bay. That's going to be a higher one. Um, yeah, you're going to have to cover that. Yeah, Tennessee is going to be a higher one. I think Buffalo is a good one to throw in that. So let's say let's say this. I what, do you, what do you throw the Bears in there? Plus one seventy five. You really think the Saints? I don't throw? know if they win, but I think they're within. Hey, the I think Jets. you just stay away from that the game. Jets. But I just think it's interesting in the whole grand scheme of the NFL. Chiefs division. money line still on the board, guys. If you want to take that, yeah, minus two two seven fifty. I just think that's uh, Carolina's the spread's only two and a half. Yeah, Carolina's yeah. looking. I get it. They're they they're hurt. They're they're banged up a little bit. But Atlanta sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say what if we did this. Here you go. I got one for you. Ready? Pittsburgh against the Ravens. Yep. Money lines. Yep. Yes, These are all money lines. lines. Pittsburgh, Green Bay. So that's 
One that's going to be a dog. And Hold a on. You guys got pen and paper? Yeah. I, I, I'm saying I'm, Pittsburgh, I'm, getting, I'm getting mine down right there. Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Buffalo. I think those are three that I like. Um, you may see the Pittsburgh one come off in favor of something. I just would rather take my money and lower the odds and just take the money. But that Pittsburgh one, they're dogs, so that's going to be a higher money line. I, I don't see the money line at the moment. But that three and a half is what I'm seeing as a spread. That opened at six. Here's, so the people like the Steelers. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw an easy one together. I'm not even going to try to risk a close game. <laughs> I got Tampa Bay over the Giants, Green Bay over the Vikings, and I think Tua is going to be a little shell-shocked when Aaron Donald rings his bell a little bit uh, and give me the Rams. That's at min- or that's plus 130. And then I threw in the Chiefs right now. It only went up eight points. <laughs> plus 138. Uh, so those four teams. What's 20 win you? 20 wins you 27. 20 wins you 27. I mean, I, that sounds like free money. Rams. That sounds even. like you're making more money than what you bet. And we love those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are. that's an interesting thing. I think that's what I'll do with the NFL. I love to watch it. I love to look into it. Obviously, college football is the thing we believe is the most fun. It's, it's the fun. only It's the only sports league in the world that literally owns a fucking day of the week. Like, if you go anywhere on Sunday... NFL football's on. If you do anything on Sunday, NFL football's on. There's nothing going on on Sundays other than that. Yeah. yeah. So you got to bet. They haven't picked a. I'm not seeing a uh, Sunday night game. There should uh, be a Sunday 820 night game. is Atlanta that's and Thursday. Thursday. That's Thursday. No, that's Thursday. Yeah, I don't see a Sunday night game at the moment. Probably right not. Now. It's got, I would. You got to put Ravens Steelers. I Sunday mean, night. Got, Sunday night. 720. Who? Cowboys, Eagles. Oh my uh, god! Oh my god! And then the Monday night games, Tampa Bay, yep. New York. <laughs> you will be. I will stop. They have to them. set these games before the season. Oh, they're yeah, set. They they're set. Every team gets a chance to be on prime time, I believe. That's and oh. a good. It makes sense why yeah. Minnesota played Sunday night last week. Then I'll be right back. I'm gonna go throw up. That's, yeah, that's disgusting. That's just the NFL, though. I mean, that usually you'd see that to be on Thursday night, but I think Thursday night's game is one of the best ones of the week. Yeah, Car- Carolina, Atlanta, yeah. Carolina. I mean. Two Teddy Two Gloves teams. coming at it. <laughs> They're, I wouldn't say Carolina's mediocre. They're three and four, but I don't see them being mediocre. Eighty-seven percent chance it's making, raining in Carolina. Them, I don't see them making the playoffs, so I'm gonna consider them mediocre. Uh, That's a pretty heavy. Atlanta two and five against Steve, the spread this yeah. year. <laughs> Atlanta. Two and five. Two and five against the spread. When they're up and one and six points. in real life. Yeah. They're terrible. They no. are terrible. Uh, it might be because of those uniforms. We won't get into it, but those are the worst uniforms in football. Let's let's do this. I, we got yeah. World Series tonight. Go Dodgers. Prediction. Score prediction right now. Do the Dodgers close it out or we go to game seven? Well, Schaefer. I mean, uh, saying that I have a parlay with the Rams winning last night and the Dodgers winning tonight. Um, yeah, I hope the Dodgers win. So... Dodgers win, let's say, 5-3. And what if, I told, what if I told you that a lot of people like the Rays tonight with Blake Snell? Well, that's good, but I do not care because I need to win mine. So. Blake Snell on the bump tonight, Tony Gosselin on the bump for the Dodgers. Over under at 8, that has been an over machine. The World Series has been an over machine. I think game four Great was, World yeah. Series, by the way. The game Great four might be the best baseball game I've ever watched and I've been to some fucking good baseball games that was one of the best games I watched and you didn't get to see it Shave. I saw it at the bar no, you in Old Stillwater Oklahoma count. no I did I did I said the Dodgers were going to win in 6 so I hope I'm right and I hope the Dodgers win tonight I just th- I think that game will be interesting I think Blake Snell comes out and throws really well um, must win for the Rays obviously uh, Gosselin has been alright the Dodgers score runs so that's a problem Snell's got to be able to keep them under wraps and give his chance 
um, for his boys and the bats to get after it a little bit. I think the Rays right now are plus 110 on the money line around there, and the Dodgers are minus 122. So prediction-wise, let's say I'm going to go low scoring. We'll go 5-2. Not too low scoring, but 5-2 Rays in this one. Well, either way, I think Snell shoves. One of us is gonna look stupid because this, when this podcast yep. comes out, it's already gonna be done. Yeah, we're already saying five two race, so, five two race, five three Dodgers. You heard it from Dodgers. the non baseball expert himself, right here. It's usually that's like you know what that reminds <laughs> me of, like the NCAA tournament when you're doing all your pools and picks and um, round by round survivor stuff, and the person who doesn't pay attention the whole year that doesn't know anything about sports or basketball is the greatest hey. like bracket. Filler outer of all time. Maybe uh, they win every time. Maybe I have been watching every single MLB game. Maybe you guys don't know. Maybe I just go in my closet and watch MLB. Maybe I'm a closet MLB fan. Yeah, well, you would tell us if you were that, <laughs> and I don't think you do. Nope, I'm keeping my picks to myself. I'll just pick my one bet that I always use in baseball, and that's no teams to score in the first inning. I like 0-0 <laughs> after the first inning, especially with Blake Snell on the mound. Hasn't uh, that happened a couple times, though, this series already? Yeah, one of them I fucking lost on it because <laughs> Brandon Lowe hit a bomb to the opposite field. Absolutely. I don't think that happens tonight, although I'm unsure about Dodgers Justin pitching. Justin Turner's hit two first inning home runs this week. First three, first to score three runs is interesting. Every team is plus 100, and a mm. draw is plus 1,000. If neither team gets two, the three Dodgers. Runs. I mean, the Dodgers. No, wait. I just didn't say they'd score. I would say the Rays runs. get there first. With Snell, it depends on how long they leave him out there. He's, no, he's going to have to throw well, and for a long time, I think, for them to win this game tonight. Uh... Blake Snell strikeouts over five and a half. Over Ooh. under five and a half. I think that might be the play. I think the over is the play because he dices. He he's had six shot. strikeouts in three innings exactly. last outing. Yep. And so, he is he's a strikeout guy. I mean, and that's, that's only minus one thirty seven. That's definitely something to look at. The World Series has just been I has been awesome this year. Like even with the shortened season and all that stuff, it has been a great time to watch two good clubs. And you got the best in the AL and the best in the NL. It's not like you got snubbed with um, a weird season and someone getting in and just getting hot like last year with the Nationals. I guess by the time you're he- you'll hear this, you'll know whether or not these bets hit because yeah, exactly. you won't hear it until after it happens. Yeah. But mark my words right here, Blake Snell, six strikeouts at least. Take the over. Also, just kudos to the MLB for sacking up and actually getting in a season. And just letting people out. into the games. There's people at the games. Yeah, yeah, it's electric. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely electric. It's been awesome. Well, one more thing before we get like wrapping up, wrapping up. We didn't even mention game day this weekend. Penn State to Ohio State. <laughs> Don't Ohio care. State by 20. Penn I think State that line's sucks. like 14 or something like that now. I think it's gone up and down. It's definitely been moving. Um, Penn State didn't look good, but they also outgained Indiana by 200 yards and still ended up losing that game in overtime. So it's one of, it might be one of those games where you look back and like, Penn State, what the hell happened? But Ohio State... But you got, you're talking in comparison Indiana's defense against Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State's defense yeah. they're killing good. I think, yeah, if I'm going to play that game. In Columbus? I believe it is not. I think it's in Happy Valley. Or not so Happy Valley. I guess it doesn't matter anyway because yeah. there's no fans. Yeah. But it does really, though. We, if, we you played, talking... if you played sports, then you know that playing at home, no matter how many people yeah. are there, it's just more is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, the routine thing you get and everything. That's my favorite. We're talking about these games. Oh, is it in Lincoln this weekend? Uh, oh, yeah. is, it, is it in... It matters routine-wise. It like does, you'd for rather... sure. If I can get up and yeah. eat whatever I want and be in my own bed, I, I, I like that team better. Yeah, you say eat whatever you want, but they probably got a full fucking gourmet <laughs> breakfast rolling out at That's 7 a.m. Because meetings at 8. Because they get to go to school for free and they get yeah. to eat the free, but they can't catch the fucking Pass. ball when they, they got to cover. Uh, yeah, anyway, that wraps it up. Episode 3. 
It's Just Money Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, make and sure to share this, too. We want to just get the word out a little bit. <laughs> on JP really wants you to share this. So yeah, go ahead and share it. Follow us Instagram, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at It's Just Money Pod. No underscores, no nothing. Just straight up. Give us a follow. Share it with your friends. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Deuces. Love you, Mom.